Okay. Okay. Uh, that, that's really good. I was, you know, that's an expensive copyright claim. Yeah, no, it, it cuts out all the other media when you turn it on. It's kind of funny if it did. I was going to play some Lexi movie. But who do you think would charge the absolute most? The Beatles. Let's look for the Beatles and Dr. Dre. <laughs> How many people can we get out of here and get to see River? Yeah. I guess that would get us famous. Play about two bars of Hey Jude and then we'll be in debt for the rest of our lives. Well, you know, that's why we need to get the Bulls legal operation set up. Uh-huh. I agree. We win the legal cases not because we know laws, but because we're frustrating. Yep. <laughs> Frustrating and we're willing to break kneecaps. Allegedly. I wonder if you actually have to have someone knowing, like, know they're your CEO. Well, technically, I think they have to sign a piece of paper. Uh, doesn't They don't necessarily have to read that paper to sign it. I mean, like, we should find out because if, you know, they don't have to sign it, right, that'd be really interesting. <laughs> well, they definitely have to sign a contract or something, but... They don't have to read the contract. Like, you could say, like, here, sign this. And they'll be like, what is it? Like, just sign it. They're like, okay, and they sign it. Like, you didn't lie to them because you didn't say it wasn't something. You just said, just sign it. And they were like, okay. I wonder if we could just go out there and write the contract out there and go, somebody sign this and return your CEO now. (laughs) I can guarantee you that we would get a shit ton of signatures. Oh, yeah, well, somebody would be escaped it. Yeah. That's how you find them, I think. That's pretty much all you have to do. By the way, we're under 10,000 lawsuits. Uh, <laughs> enjoy. That family does. Also, no golden parachute. It's made of lead. Because we don't know alchemy. And also, we don't make money. Yeah. Our I'm money comes crippling debt. Our money comes from suing our CEO. Yeah. You know, I wonder if we can sue ourselves. Probably can. Well, that, that should be the new business operation. We're going to be an LLC. Yeah. We'll sue ourselves for large amounts of money, uh-huh. then declare bankruptcy and get the money somehow. Well, we have to settle outside of court. Well, obviously, we settle outside of court. I don't want to complain anything about that. Yeah, obviously. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah. So, we do that, <laughs> sue ourselves, and then we settle outside of court. Somewhere along the line, that money happens, and then everybody's well, good. Well, and we got insurance, right? Oh God! I wonder how that. I wonder how that actually would work. No. Get yourself legal insurance. Sue yourself. <laughs> That's massive fraud. Somehow, I don't know how, but it smells like fraud. I don't think it's fraud. I mean, if we're technically doing the problem that we're suing ourselves for, it's all about factual information. It feels like it should be illegal. It really does. I don't know if it is or not. That's a very good question. If there isn't a specific law about it. Then there might be one soon. Two more sales, make ten million dollars. Our insurance will fucking beat you. <laughs> insurance drops us. They're like, oh no, what are we gonna do with all this money? Guess we don't need insurance anymore. Dissolve the company and then reform it in the Bahamas. And that's how you, um, and that's how you golden parachute. Yeah. Make your own parachute. That's a trash control issue. Yeah. Shit. We're all gonna die. Old tires this thing? No, they shouldn't be. We'll, we'll check them. Then we make it home. <laughs> we make it home. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. No, if your window thing is not right. There you go. That's right, it is. Uh oh. 
Well, if you stop, we're not starting again. Well, about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the new business model right there. Yep. Sue ourselves into legal oblivion and then walk away with the money. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm feeling this. Maybe we could, like, clone ourselves and then sue our clones you know, for copyright infringement. I'm pretty sure the clone thing is no doubt. Might be, though. The um, sheep. So, you know, I was reading the news, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, three OAs, right? There's some big strike going on right now. Okay. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, so apparently, one of their employees, I'm not really sure on all the details here, but one of the employees died on the line. Okay. And rather than shut down the assembly line, they moved the body to bring it at work. Okay. And this is starting up strike. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much more than that. What does that have to do with clones? Well, nothing. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Okay. It's also important to note that Mountain Dew, uh, that I knew, um, Pepsi owns, um, real life. Yes, they do. So, it's kind of funny, people are talking about boycotting Frito, but not Pepsi. They probably don't associate the two. Well, the person who I got this information from, right, had made a big list and showed Pepsi Corp as the head of it all. Yeah. So, very well aware, but mentioned nothing about boycotting soda, just... Uh. Fritos. I mean, I'm not a big fan of corn chips. That's really no skill on my ass, right? But. Well, here's the question Are you going to boycott Mountain Dew? No. That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> I have no skin in this game. Like, We would I, like to be sponsored by Mountain Dew. Well, I get the fact that, like, you know, it sucks to have your co worker die or whatever and have to go back to work. I get that. But, like, I don't know. My co worker died and I didn't get time off of that. Yeah. I yeah. mean,. We just found out when we're about to work. I mean, I know it sounds kind of cold. I'm not really trying to, like, be preachy there, but uh, I'm not really sure what the expectation was either. I don't know. I guess. Well, here's, here's the real question of it. Did the, the person dying affect the line in any way? No. As I understand, they weren't, like, on the machinery. There was no clean. They had to get... But the thing, it wasn't going to contaminate the food or anything. Let's put it that way, right? There wasn't, like... I, I could be wrong, I this quote here, but from what it sounds like, the tone of things I've heard, the person had like a heart attack or something like that, so it's not like there was a, a big gore fest in the scene or something like that. They didn't fall into the equipment, there's nothing like that. Okay. Right. So, outside, outside of like, oh, your coworker and or friend just passed away, you know, feet from you, aside from that right there, there's nothing on this. The moral issue, not a, yeah. you know, a safety issue, from right. my understanding. Yeah. I could definitely see the, the moral side of that as being like, you know, your person that you've worked with for X amount of time has just died next to you. You probably want, you know, a moment or two to uh, collect yourself. People generally don't react well when uh, people generally don't react well when they're faced with death. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand the human element, right? But there's one other part to this entire thing, right? So it sucks terrible, but. The corporate side of this, right? You also have to factor in one thing. How much does it cost the company to shut down that entire factory, throw away whatever they have on the floor, uh-huh. lose the revenue for that time, yeah. as well as several days or whatever, however is a respectable point here. Like, what is the cost right there to the company? Oh, I'm sure it's probably big. Yeah, at a certain point, that becomes an issue and also a factor. Because you're talking about them doing that plus whatever penalties they have for meeting 
but not meeting their their delivery requirements to like all these other people. Yeah. Because like you know, let's say Circle K or Seven Eleven or whatever doesn't get their shipment. Right. That's a breach of contract now. They could potentially get sued over that too. There's you know there's a lot of things that go into that all that is all I'm really saying. Yeah. No, I think I think a proper response to that would be you shut it down for like an hour or two because there's going to be you know paramedics on the scene. Yeah, I mean there, there's people probably, are going to be shaken up and stuff. Yeah, there's there's probably a middle ground you find. Right, and then after the work is done, then you have a memorial, and then you you know you establish a a future time where everybody can get together and commiserate over what happened. Yeah, I mean I think there's a middle ground right there. But it felt to me like a lot of the conversation out there, right, was treating the company like they were 100% wrong and there was nothing, like they should be doing all these things. Like, there's some realities to run the business. Right. Um, one of those realities being that, well, you know, if you're a company the size of Pepsi Corp or something like this, you have a really large workforce. Kind of like our company has a very large workforce, right? And once you get over five, 6,000 employees, there is a certain there's a certain amount of death that's going to happen from natural causes in the workplace or that people know about, right? And there's a, you know, you can't just shut it down every time. You can't shut down 300 times a year for a death rate or something. Like, there's a, there's a problem there, you know? Well, I mean, so you have to delineate dying and dying on the job. Yes. And I mean, like, absolutely, like, I, I see no particular issue with them going, oh, shit, this just happened. Hit the stop button. Everybody, take an hour or two, let's figure this out. Yeah. You know, take a long lunch break. Oh, that's fine, right? But, like, I don't know if the expectation that people had was that, or the expectation was, oh, we're done working for the day. Yeah. You know? And most of those facilities are 24 7 facilities, so. Yeah, it would be that shift in, in particular that was affected. Exactly. So maybe, you know, maybe that shift leaves early that day or something. Maybe that makes sense. I don't really know, but. Well, I mean, the other side of that is, as you said, Pepsi Corp is a really big company. So realistically, they probably could stand to lose a shift's worth of production. Call it call it two shifts for ketchup. They probably could, but also bear in mind, right, with the largeness of that company and how many factories they have, factory injuries are still fairly common, and this is not going to be a rare occurrence. Well, injuries is one thing. A person dying on the line is another. Right. Somebody could lose their arm and people will go back to work immediately like, damn, that was fucked up. Did you see that shit? With somebody dying on the line, you might know. have, you know, long impacting issues there. Like, Losing an arm on the line might be more traumatic for people than somebody having a heart attack. I mean, it depends on how they lose it, but if, yeah. it's, if it's gory. Exactly. That might be more traumatic. Also, there'd be cleanup effort that would definitely come from, you know, Blood being everywhere. Yeah, that uh, would definitely shut down production for a while. But all I'm saying is that they could stand to lose a little bit of money to say that this shift in particular, just this shift in particular, gets like a half day or something. Oh, yeah. For a morning period. I'm not opposed to a limited shutdown. I think that's probably reasonable. It's just a matter of, I, I think that there's, we've noticed the news here for the last you know, year or two, right, is there's been a very much like, there's been a feel of entitlement to things where it's not like we're asking for just reasonable things, but sometimes unreasonable things on top of that. Yeah. I feel that sometimes like these, these people are not taking into account not only that the personal aspect, but the actual like ever other aspect of this. Because
because like the company does have things to look at. Like so for instance, right? Um, if that factory shuts down, right, and all those line workers go home, right? Yeah. Are you still paying those line workers? You know, you could potentially put a situation where these people need this income and you're telling them that you gotta go home but we can't give a hundred people a paycheck for not working today, you know, like, you start getting some complicated questions. Because well, it's not going to be just large companies that run into this issue. No, well, it's smaller companies that's going to have a bigger impact regardless. Mm-hmm. But larger companies, I mean, sure, they could say you can, what, they could give them an option. They could say you could work a half day for half pay, or you could work a full day for full pay. And that might be the reasonable compromise right there. I mean, no matter what you do, people are going to look at you like you're cold. Either you address the situation and allow the people to go home and don't pay them, and then you're a bastard, or you tell them to get back to work and pay them, and you're a bastard. So there's no win in that situation. Yes, and I mean, it's kind of hard to sit there and say that, you know, a company is responsible for a paycheck or shift not worked. Whenever injuries do happen or death does happen, that's a hard one to sit there and regulate. Yeah. Because not every company is going to be in a position where that's feasible. Well, I mean, with injuries, you have workers' comp. Yes. That's, that's covered. But the workers' comp doesn't cover other people. No. That's, that's on them. Yeah. That's that's kind of them getting there out there is. I think that having a reasonable, okay, this person just said this happened. It's your choice. You can either work or not work today. But, you know, you're either paid or not paid. It's unpaid leave or paid leave if you absolutely take. Yeah. That's all reasonable things. Now, I could see, I could see the company making an offer and saying that everybody could do a half day and get paid for it that's directly involved in the incident. Like, if there's five people on a line and one of those people dies and the other four people that work closely with that person could get paid time off for mental health reasons. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there, there's a complicated situation as long as you get around to it. Yeah. But, like... It seems to me that it just a steady boycott is not necessarily the solution to the problem. No. Because in all honesty, all a boycott does, in my opinion, is make the company less likely to solve it in a favorable way. Well, they also probably don't care. Well, there's some not caring, but here's the thing is, okay, profits would drive these decisions, right? If they make a decision that you don't like and then you cut into their profit even more... Well, it depends. It depends on how big the boycott is. Now, the the workers striking will definitely have an effect. Yes. People boycotting it probably won't have as big of an effect as they think it will have because it's not going to be a national thing. The entire country is not going to boycott Frito-Lays. Because most people aren't going to because they're going to just do what they're going to do. Right. Either they don't know about it, they don't care about it, or they feel like it's something that they really shouldn't get involved in. Or there's even things like, for instance, right, um, the corn chips that used to come in the uh, Taco Bell's, like, burritos and stuff, right? Yeah. Those likely came through the legs. So there's things like that as well where it's hard to boycott the entire thing because there's so many facts you may like to realize. Yeah. It's like you wanted to boycott Intel. Well, Intel makes chips for cars mm-hmm. and computers mm-hmm. and industrial equipment and home appliances and yeah, you have to pick what you're boycotting. Yeah, I mean they're going to make their money one way or the other, whether you realize you're paying them indirectly or not. Yeah. A lot of these companies are that kind of big these days. Mm-hmm. 
if I try to say I'm going to boycott Amazon. Try as you might, you can try, but um, I guarantee you, if you are shopping from a company, even locally, there's a chance these local companies are purchasing some of their products from Amazon. Yeah, and if you're shopping at a Whole Foods, that's Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's just some of these larger companies, you really have no choice of. I think a lot of it comes down to people, most of the people that have these kind of feelings don't have the kind of experience that you would need to have to properly address that kind of an issue. They have the personal experience of, I am an individual person, and if this happened to me, this is what I would expect, versus, I am a corporate entity, and if this has happened to me, this is what I expect. Exactly. I think working for a larger company is probably change my viewpoint probably yours and some of this just simply because you see the reality of certain situations and well you see the bottom line numbers on yeah it's like we were to shut down for the day every day we shut down if the entire company shut down i don't even know how much money that would cost but it would be a lot of money to shut down the entire company for the day it would it would be a lot of money and that's for anything i mean imagine shutting down walmart for the day yeah that's that's a massive undertaking right there And not to mention the there's some towns that like for Walmart for example there's some towns that all they have is a Walmart. Mm-hmm. If you shut that Walmart down, they don't have anything. Exactly. So I mean it's it's kind of strange. I guess the reason I bring it up is not that long ago, you know, um, working through tragedy like that was you know seen as a good thing during the pandemic. Here it's like oh this happened, but you worked through it great. You're doing your part. Yeah. And that, that turned very quickly. Yeah, well, I mean, the the lockdown portion of it is mostly ended, but still, there's, it's not the same as it was. And everybody's changed from it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that there was a period of time where people were, like, kind of coming together. And, you know, at the same time, I, I, I read about back during, like, World War II, right? Yeah, because we thought we were going to get through it and it was going to end. And then it didn't end. If we didn't get through it, it just kept going. And then people started to lose their resolve to get through it, and the, the reality of the situation started setting in. And then you have the people that are, uh, you know, vastly affected by it. Yeah, it's, I, I really hope that people were going to stick with that. We can do this together mentality, and it didn't happen. No, it didn't. But maybe we'll get through it. I mean, we'll get through in our own way. I mean, like, things are pretty much back to normal down here, at least. But I know that's not categorical everywhere, because some of my friends up in the, up in the north have said much different, you know, response is still in order up there, but yeah. it's nowhere near like it was. Well, I know the, the, the Delta variant is the one that's growing in numbers and strength down here. Yes, the large portion of that is down here in the south is the vaccination numbers aren't as high as they're up north. Yeah. That's right. You know, as far as percentage of the population. That is true. And the Delta variant supposedly is, um, if you have the vaccination, not, you're not going to get it. Okay. Oh, 19 and a half minutes. So, we're going to wrap this one up for today. Tune in for the next one. Yeah, we'll